here welcome back to the standpoint you can take it or leave it so yeah uh, our conversation for today's episode is something that has been um, building up in terms of hype for a really long time um, we've been wanting to have this topic and this um, this guest on our show for a really long time and we finally were able to find the common schedule and now we're able to bring her on to the second podcast that we have so um we're going to be talking to Ms. Bea Della Torre about um her teaching business and about you know her experiences um teaching preschoolers through like the COVID like and pandemic and you know just have fun a fun conversation about like school memories and you know <laughs> all of that so how are you Bea? I'm okay. I'm okay. I just started teaching again online. First week. First week back online. Yeah, it's been really, it's been really weird. A lot of transitions the whole school year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure everyone's kind of been like adjust, like going back to adjusting to how it was when the pandemic first started because we kind of had a little like breath of fresh air there last year where we kind of felt like things were going back to normal, you know, and now like what? <laughs> this goes back to yeah. sadly. But... A year of transition, I would say. Well, that's good. I mean, considering you're able to like adapt to shifting to, you know, different settings every time you need to change because of all the safety protocols, and I'm sure, and because your students are so young, they're like unvaxxed and they're the biggest like at risk. So it's great that we're still able to, you know, um, kind of continue doing what you love even yeah. through the pandemic. Yeah, and also the fact that you're teaching um, preschoolers essentially, the younger children, and to have to kind of like teach them in an online setting. That's really hard, ah, considering alam mo na mga bata yan, yeah. yung attention span sila, di ba? And ayun, it's really difficult, even in person, di ba? Like, let's say if the pandemic never happened, you know, handling kids is not particularly easy, even, yeah. if, even though you, like, love kids, di ba? Yeah. So, ayun, it must have been a crazy experience, pero good that you've been able to yeah. kind of, like, you know, yeah, man. Uh, get on with it. Yeah, yeah I would say though, like compared to higher year levels, it's actually easier to teach kids online. Just oh, because, okay. yeah, that's it's good. A lot easier because when you teach older kids, for example, college kids, if you ask them a question, no one's gonna answer. Like there's always dead air. Guilty also. Us, yeah. Even we would be like, I took my last term in college online. I was just like sleeping <laughs> you know and when there's a lecture but with kids like there's so, i mean first of all there are adults around them that would tell them like oh you have to answer mm. like, the teacher first second and then second like i don't know kids are just more talkative and they just care less care yeah. less really think a lot yet 
say what they want to say when they want to say it. So whenever I ask a question or whenever I ask them to do something as a teacher, it's like automatic. So yeah, like I, people always tell me like, oh, your job's so hard. You're teaching online. You're teaching kids online. How do you do it? But yeah, I would say it's a lot easier. And uh, um, uh, what was I going to say? I lost, my, I lost my train of thought. Preschool teacher brain. Um, oh good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here I, I remember. It's actually easier for me to converse with kids than adults. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah. To an extent, like it, it is easier to connect with like, with kids, like my younger cousins. Like you just make point uh, about shows and action figures and video games, right? Compared to having intellectual discussions with our age or with adults that require. Yeah. A lot of brain power. Power, yeah, and I don't know. Uh, even me, like it's just so much. It's less stressful, I would say. Oh like, yeah, definitely not a not a smooth sailing experience. Of course, like there are days that it is tough, but in terms of stress level, I would say like it's pretty chill. It's pretty yeah. chill. Uh, yeah, and we're like out at early, so. It's not like a nine to five meeting thing that you have to sit mm-hmm. with like adults and have no, like, eight to eleven thirty yeah, going on eight to twelve. Twelve meeting oh. and then you just have to set agendas and stuff like that with kids. It's just you know, just talk about Roblox, like <laughs> dinosaurs, stuff like that. So it's really yeah, less less dinosaurs. I love that. What? I love dinosaurs. I used to love that also when I was a little kid. Like animals, exactly. anything in that realm of. And they can like talk more. Like they can talk a lot. They talk a lot. So it's, it's fun. Mm. Little tykes are the best. Like, yeah. It's fun. They're called okay, little so... monsters something. Yeah, little monsters. <laughs> yeah, little monsters. Also, those, the backyard again stuff. They still talk oh, about that up to now. Like, I, I don't know cool. even where it's still showing. Because of TikTok, yeah. Paw Patrol. Yeah, it's, it, that's, the, that's the thing now. And that's Minecraft. So cool. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Minecraft. Preschoolers are playing <laughs> Minecraft. It's amazing. The, yeah. the intelligence span to like a, even like really young children. They're really, they're really smart. Okay, interesting. So before yeah. we like take a step forward into yes. you know your teaching career, let's kind of move back a bit, like because I mean you were a student like what you said all the way until twenty like twenty twenty right the pandemic when it started. So you got to experience having a term of school online and like you know whatever we say here, it's just our opinions. Like no need to like get mad at anybody. But honestly, what was like your experience like adjusting to that? Because for all of us, we were just like complaining yeah, the fuck out of it every day we were like this yeah. is not worth like what you know months. yeah yeah um it was really eye-opening for me to be to like be in both positions like as a, te- a teacher and a student it was so easy for me to complain to whine just because like, it was a, nothing was processing but i feel like online schooling especially in the country is just it's not I mean, hello, like, our education system is already outdated, even before online. And then, I don't know, I just think that nobody knows what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a really tricky 
place. I think we're getting it now for sure. DLSU, I would say. I don't know if you're gonna put this, but you know, I I would say like DLSU was more prepared than most schools. Okay. Okay. I mean, I can say for other schools, but the issues response was okay, naman. It was, they were fast, eh? They were the fastest. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Were you doing online classes? Oh yeah. Yes. For like, I mean, like before, before the pandemic. Oh no, we're all DLSU, so we we all like. Also, not at all. Like zero for majors. Um, not it was all in person for none, me. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. Before the um, pandemic. Okay, and uh, for CEB students, we were actually like blended already. Uh, oh, okay. So you you had an easier time, I guess, adjusting, adjusting. when. Yeah, as in my schedule in CEB, like there would be days that I'd only have to come to school for my minor subjects, like my mm-hmm. floating my floating subjects, because the department was already um doing conducting blended learning so sometimes we'd have online tasks sometimes we'd have it in person so my profs were already doing it and then back to my point that was eye-opening because as a teacher it's really tricky to start especially when no one really knew how to conduct online classes like I was just fortunate that the school I work for was also quick in responding. Um, they were already researching about how schools abroad were doing it. Mm-hmm. Schools from Europe, Europe, China, Australia. So they were already like carrying things. Like they were already um, looking about, they were reading about what worked and what didn't. So my classes weren't traditional. Like they weren't one hour sit down. I know what happens for a lot of local schools. One hour, sit down. It doesn't work like that. So because we had that knowledge and research and reading, um, the classes we conducted were just like 15 minutes and then break, then another 15 minutes. Then So yeah, basically the kids were just uh, sitting down for 15 minutes and then they'd have a really long break, do offline or asynchronous asynchronous work so yeah i was just really lucky i I, i'd say that the admin handled it well and uh, we were given enough resources but yeah being in both sides it's easy to whine and say like oh this is so hard but then just don't you don't also know (laughs) i mean we, we, we didn't know what we were doing also. So I better profs were feeling the same. Like they were also frustrated as much as we are. We were. Are. But yeah, they, yeah, I think they were really frustrated also. Nobody liked the man what happened. No. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like everybody, both students and teachers, <laughs> are essentially in the same boat. Naman, exactly. exactly. If teachers, I mean, if students are complaining, Mm-hmm. Um, and you would think that parang professors are just chucking out requirements, yeah. right? Yeah. They're actually stressed as well. Yeah, right? they yeah, they're like, how do we do this? Do I just talk for an hour? Like, no one's answering. Oh, <laughs> right? <laughs> one hour, no one answers. Yeah. yeah I bet like, they, they, all, they were also frustrated. Everyone was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> both ways, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I guess... 
us being, you know, classic students and yeah. it's easy to just complain about everything. Like realizing it now how tough it must have been for our profs to, you know, kind of be in their position where they were kind of forced to change their entire curriculum to adjust to what we needed. And then we still didn't make it easy for them. Like for all our profs listening to this, we're very sorry. Like, you know, who you guys are. Yeah, like, especially like the older profs, no? Like they don't, of course, like they've been teaching for years. Yeah. Yeah. They just have to lose Their mind for technology isn't as cut out for, you know, adjusting as the... Yeah. Yeah, the boomers. <laughs> and in their defense, I would say, like, the older ones. Uh, they say kasi that online learning works now when you're doing something independently. I don't know, there's that, like, big fuss about it. That if you're not listening, you just have to do something. Say that. Yeah. Well, that's true. I think it really depends also, like, on the person. Because, I don't know, for me, like, I'm a master clutcher. Like, I can do things right before the period and yet it will still be sometimes at sometimes the standard of the prof so it's doable no one for me like and throughout the years like i know in high school it's it's a bad time to do that but fine in college i'm not saying whoever's listening to this to be a clutcher but like <laughs> you kind of get sanai with doing it and that becomes the easier way for you to be mm. productive rather than to do something like way ahead of time because then you end up procrastinating Rather than like having that ultimatum, that, oh, you need to finish this tomorrow or you're gonna fail. Like, boom, all of your effort will come out and then that's it, not right? uh, I agree. Let's culture. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Wrong. I would, yeah. It's wrong though, guys. Don't do that. Don't, don't be don't be like us. Don't. But you should do your work at least two weeks before. <laughs> Yeah. But a stress free. I mean that that's coming from a law student. So oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, we have a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, how, how is your workload, Incel? You can kind of tease into our law episode. Yeah. How heavy. is your workload? Heavy. Heavy. Yeah. And then um I have to prepare like three to mga three days before the class itself. That was just like two classes per day. So I have to like read, 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 always reading, but non-stop. Because law school is full of recitation. So right, that's the scariest kind of output. I hate recitation so much. It's just the most it's intimidating. Fine. It's easy lang. It's easy lang. Just, just answer the prop's question. And it's not just one question. It's like 20 minutes on cam, on mic reciting. If you blunder like, in front of your classmates. Yeah. <laughs> But it's fine because everyone blunders them at one point. What that one bad recitation does not find you the know. You can always make bow it. Oh, but it's hard if you think about it. Um, imagining taking law school online and yeah. for a time med school also. But I think most med students are kind of face to face na diba. So pero yeah. ayon diba having to adjust online talaga. It's and we're at that experimental stage because when it all started, so we were all scrambling exactly. and everything was all over the place. People were getting frustrated and losing like um, focus and all that with their studies. I don't know, maybe it worked for some also. 
like I, I have some friends that say na parang they work better online. I don't know, maybe because they have more freedom, you know, since they're not in the room itself, the divine classroom. So to each their own na lang siguro, yeah. That's interesting that like some people actually appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. I did also for a while and then I understood how hard it is to to like have the same productivity level being in a classroom setting compared to like being next to my bed and my monitor where I can literally just play video games while like in class. Diba? Parang being like the forced, environment. Eh, yeah, the environment you, I mean. really affects like even the morale, like being surrounded oh. by people as compared to like staring at like all the faces of muted like Zoom participants and then you don't want to turn on your mic also because you don't know if you're going to be heard by literally everyone in class. It makes it more hard to concentrate and it it gives you less motivation and to want to focus properly, right? Yeah, environment. It, it, it's hard also it, when like you lose that space for rest and work. Right? Like merge Yeah, yeah that's the worst. When it when it merged, it it's like there's no safe place anymore to relax. Yeah, but I mean, hey, like it's been three years now, no? Ah, two. Yeah, two, oh, yeah, three years. Yeah. Crazy. Coming three. Almost twenty four months. I know. I know. Mm. How do you do? You feel like people are getting the hang of it, or what do you think? Manhid na siguro. students. <laughs> true, that's true. Yeah, I feel like we've come to a point now of acceptance. Like, if it's yeah. safe. Siguro, a positive true. way of looking at it is that, you know, for people, students, I should say, who still get to study, even during these times, um, maswerte, di ba? Kasi, for some, they stopped yung education nila. Kasi, alam mo na, tuition. And, For some, parents, they don't feel it's worth it doing it online because parents, they don't really learn uh, as well um, compared to before, face-to-face. Yeah. So, ayun, siguro, looking, looking at it now, parang, you know, the fact that students still get to study and yung mga yeah. teachers, di ba, they still have their jobs, That's you know, true. being able to do their craft despite yung circumstances natin, ayun, di ba, it's something to be grateful for pa rin. True, true. And not everyone will have, like, resources so yeah. online. Yeah, like, yeah. But, yeah, and this entire situation that we're in now is one big teachable moment because, like, hopefully this never happens again. But, like, all of us in our generation and even, like, our parents and our grandparents, they haven't lived through something like this yet. So we're all learning, like, together at the same time. Everything that we're going through now all the stuff that we've had to, you know, sacrifice to be able to care, try and carry on like as much as possible with our regular lives, despite it being so different from what we're used to. Like, you know, we're all, we're all in this together. We're really all just like learning as we go. It's not something that was like written now. It, there was a warning and we could prepare yeah. for this. Like nobody yeah. expected it to last this long. Everyone. Yeah, that too. That's the sad. The sad. What? Okay, fine. It's here like, to stay. We can't <laughs> even guess when it's gonna end. We have to be like 
I don't know, but I don't think anytime soon. That's the most common like answer now. Eh? Yeah. When you ask people like, do you think this is gonna end talaga soon? And then a lot are like, I'm not sure. Like I don't wanna expect anymore. That's the you kind of just have to you know learn to accept that answer, which is really like demoralizing and like just <laughs> sad. But I don't know. If, like hopefully it does like. And yeah. super, I mean, mm-hmm. we can't return to the classroom anymore, sad, but like, you can visit, you can, you can mentor our younger friends. Like yeah. the juniors. Yeah, because everyone's going to be returning. I mean, even for the people who still make Abbott like face to face, they're going to be returning to a completely different environment. Like, I'm sure now COVID vaccines, they're going to have to do it like, routinely like every year like in like prank flu shot and then they're probably gonna have to wear masks in school for a really long time and then yeah. imagine if a new variant comes along again and one person gets sick like the whole yeah. building will have to like shut down yeah like yeah well we actually returned back face to face oh okay yeah okay. that's super interesting but yeah it was so hard because some kids didn't know how to wear a mask oh. or because they're kids like it's not it, it's not fully covered so it's it, it was a really hard reminder to like wear your mask properly or to do like basic washing hands and stuff like that but uh one thing i noticed about the kids now they really uh i think i think compared to our generation or based on what i saw like there's really a social skill problem. Like, they don't mm. know how to play with each other. Um, for example, yeah. in our time, I can't, I, can't, I can't talk about this, like, for all, huh? like, it's my experience. Yeah. For example, us growing, me growing up, personally, there were, there were, everyone was always noisy, and then there's always, like, a few people who's uh, quiet or introverted. And then now it's the opposite. Like, there are more introverts or people who don't know how to socialize. And then there are just, like, a few kids popping up who know how to, like, <laughs> make friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Siguro because nga yung technological, yeah. technological age na rin eh. Para most kids nowadays, alam mo na, just nakababad lang sa... Stare at screens, yeah. Screens, di ba? And, yeah. and like before, like we had in mga preschool, we preschool tayo. Um, we would play all the time sa playground. Pag nasa room, in teacher maglalagay lang ng Tom and Jerry. We're all gonna like <laughs> go in the middle and watch, de ba? Yeah. So it's really different. Yeah. Sarap naman yung preschool mo. What what school was that? Yeah. <laughs> watch Tom and Jerry. Hmm. Para doctor's office. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. Tom, and parang may noisy list pa para you shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's, I remember. Even, <laughs> even grade school. <laughs> like, yeah. May noisy list para lang kuhimik. It was fun going back to face-to-face also. Just mm-hmm. because like, you know, that sense of community I miss yeah. personally. Like, the noise and the noise of like other people after like being isolated and quarantined. It's really mm. nice. 
Yeah. Saka scary din kasi handling kids in a pandemic, di ba? Parang you have to be very careful with them. Like you mentioned nga yung masks. Since mm-hmm. most of them para medyo medyo maligalig, makulit. Mm-hmm. Di ba? You're... And you can't help them eh. You can't kasi yeah. Tayo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Still, I mean, to, to still be able to have uh, that opportunity to be that's true, like yeah. in the classroom with them, at least even if it was for like it's short lived, but yeah, short lived. Like, did you ever feel like a kid again once you were like teaching? I mean, I'm sure we've, we've seen some of your like the stuff that your students make in the class when your page would share it. So, you know, like science projects, my god, if I was in preschool, I'd be so thrilled to like. To do bring it. something like that that's so cool and something you they get to bring home. like yeah stare at and be like i made that like that's my progress yeah. like being able to do that like alongside them as you're teaching them how to do it this is kind of make you feel like a kid again also yeah ito, i think like um my personality is very childish childish tuloy. childlike naman talaga like uh, all my friends so that i my energy is always like up up there so even without the teaching job i feel I feel I still feel like a kid forever. Kid at heart, young at heart. But yeah, um, it's funny because when I started Teacher B Kids, it's now Stellar Minds. We're expanding. Um, kids are the the parents are actually oh, nice. okay. who enjoy it too. Oh, that's fun! Really? Yeah, I, we make play doh because we make DIY play doh a lot. Play doh. Hey, that's uh, fun! Ah, uh, play doh's fun. You shouldn't eat that. We make it. <laughs> so we make oh. our own play doh. And then we just uh, make stuff with it. Like, for example, we turn it into a volcano, right? It's funny because when I teach it, I literally go, Mommy, enjoy ka dyan. Because <laughs> they're so... I mean, like, kids are... <laughs> the, the more ganado ones pa than the kids. Pinalo yung bata, eh. Like, it just makes me realize now, wow, like, a lot of us are really young at heart. Like, our inner child is always alive. Plus, yeah, like, seeing the parents, parang nakakatuwa to see them. Natutuwa rin. When they make stuff, or sometimes I'd see the parents like paint with them. I I, I don't know. Like, do you get like I don't know about you guys, but I think like as a girl, like whenever we see art art stuff that we can just join in, like it excites us. Oh yeah, like we I had an experience, pala. Um, we made lava lamps, and then the dad. What? So ganado. Tapos he he showed us like <coughs> lamp. As in, binuksan niya yung flashlight ng phone, tapos linagay niya yung lamp, tapos uh, nag, ang cool ng lava. <laughs> Nagano siya, and I was like, go daddy, thank you. Thought mm. <laughs> of something new. But yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun to see the parents and boy. I think kasi especially Jake, like... parang ano eh. Oh, it's ahead, like they're bonding na rin. Yeah, they're bonding. Yeah. Mm. Nga, siguro they yeah, it's like they're bonding yeah, with their children. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's true. And especially like in this time where, you know, um, our, our minds are probably filled with so many um, like thoughts to kind of get a breather and get to be a kid again too. It's probably very like calming for a lot of parents to, to get to do something so simple that makes them happy and makes their kids happy too and lets them bond together. The joy of teaching. The joy of teaching, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure say something but, oh yeah um it's super cool also because the songs i play for our class rem i'm just like taking away 
Yeah, the songs I play during class, I don't play like baby shark songs. Like I play the Beatles. I play OPM. Because All right, I, let's go. Like there's so many like good music out there, and I just feel like we. I don't have to limit my students to like nursery rhymes. Like I want to expose yeah. them at an early age to like good music. Right on. Solid. That's so cool. I wish my teachers were like that too. So that I could have been exposed to like really good music at an early age. I mean, yeah. even, like cartoon theme songs were all very like well known yeah. at that age. And I loved all of them, but that was kind of just like a, a small fraction of like the yeah. bigger picture of what quality sound was. Yeah. I have students actually that don't like Baby Shark. Because then when they play it, they go like Good for them. I don't Good know for kids. me. I find it annoying. Oh my gosh! And then she has Spotify, and then she's like, "Oh, I followed you," and she's That's so cool. What? Oh my! <laughs> like she listens to the Beatles. Like before my class, she just like she's really funny. She's one of my like silliest students. So she has a Spotify, and then like before class starts, she just plays a bunch of like the Beatles songs. That's why I got the idea of like playing non-nursery rhymes from her. That's so, so cool. Teacher is learning from her students also. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Mm-hmm. the whole interaction between teacher and student, it's a, it's a beautiful thing to see. Parang, even if, let's say, you're teaching mga bata pa, and the fact that you can learn from them, it's really surprising then what you can learn from kids talaga and ayun, like what you said, the joy of teaching, diba? Parang at the end of the at, at the end of the day, for sure, when you um pack up na, you feel so yeah. ano mo na, fulfilled na parang, like wow, like this is what I love doing, diba? Mm-hmm. Like the sense of fulfillment is really different, like super different. Yeah. Because like for example, okay, for example, like okay, you uh, stock trade, then you win a trade, parang yeah, it's fulfilling, especially when the money comes in. But yeah. it's so short-lived, eh, as compared to like teaching a child to write or read. The the fulfillment lasts so long, like in your heart or like I don't know. It's it's it, it's so different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is so true, you know. Like I don't know. So like, parang I I I feel that the the role of teachers isn't to be the ones to educate. It's to give the kids the push that they need to educate themselves. True. Because, you know, at, at some point, school does end. And the teachers, they kind of just have to rely on whatever they've taught the students in that time to help push them along in their life journey, right? So everyone essentially is both a teacher and a student because you're also learning from them as they learn from you. And, you know, parents are the first teachers for children, of course, because they're the ones that kind of, you know, teach them what's right or wrong. But looking at it, like, now that we're, like, older, like, it it really is just them showing us where the right, like, direction is. It's not them telling us, like, go yeah. there. It's them, like, check, like, just making sure that we're kind of heading in the right direction instead of exactly. just saying, you know, go this way, go that way, do this, do that. 
Yeah, and I mean, hello, like for us, naman, like we won't, we don't really remember all our teachers, but there are certain teachers that we do. Yeah. Once yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no. That you know will will forever remember. Yeah, and that's like something I strive for personally, like with all my students. I just want to no, not not to remember it, but you know, like just make them feel good. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, like, I'm sure a bunch of your students will come back to you in a few years, and then oh when you God. when you catch up with them and ask them how they are, they're gonna be like, you know, I still have that lava lamp that oh, yeah. you made in your class. Like, I brought it into my college dorm, and then people were like, "This is the coolest thing in the whole room." Like, you as a teacher, you'll be like, "My God, like, I did it!" Like, a part of me stayed with them for this long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Masaya. Oh, kasi ako for a time, um, for a little while lang, I used to teach um catechism mm-hmm. sa church namin, and uh, ayon, I handled a few kids. Then I taught them nga yung catechism, and actually, ano eh, it really feels good talaga um being able to kind of teach um kids. Diba? And then you feeling na they look up to you and parang they they're eager to learn talaga from you. And parang you're just there and you're like, wow, like yeah. I, <laughs> ano, ano ba ako, diba? <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's, it's humbling. But I like also what Anton said about like mm. we're all teachers and learners. We're all students. Yeah. It makes so much sense, eh, no? Parang when you look back in life, like, oh ano, like we're constantly teaching also other people through like what we do or like the advice we give our friends. Like at some point, we become teachers. Yeah. And then every day, we just try to learn, live and learn. Yeah, that's, exactly, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, being our age, like we are all, well, us here, we're, we're very childish at mind too. Like, don't worry, you're not alone. So like, <laughs> If, if you were to be put in a position where, let's say, tomorrow, they're like, okay, you're not going to teach preschool anymore. You're going to teach college students the stuff that you teach the preschoolers. Do you think that, like, Kaya want to kind of shift? I mean, technically, like, you know, it in some, like, aspects, even though people are of different ages, their intelligence level can be of the same, like, wavelength. Like, you could have really genius little kids, and then you can have, like, us, uh, <laughs> post grad na <laughs> okay lang like we just like you know <laughs> no i mean like i'm not talaga being a preschool teacher made me realize like we're really all children i swear like we're all children everyone like even or even my parents i'm kidding and my mom is a child sometimes i'm kidding love you mom but yeah parang yeah feel po kaya it's just a matter of when i don't think i'm like at that age of maturity to like teach adults just because I'm not mm-hmm. experienced. But yeah, definitely it's something I'd want to do later on in life. Right now, like I'm just enjoying the spirit <laughs> of children. Oh. But yeah, but yeah if you think about it, like everyone, like the inner child is still alive. Talaga. Yeah. And imagine, no, like for example, you're teaching older kids now. And then one of your students used to be one of your 
ano, old students ng preschool pa, then they remember you. They're like, oh my God. They're like, I've been following your career. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't. I can't imagine that day yet. Like, when you guys mentioned it, I was just like, oh, shocks. Like, that could, like, that could, that could happen. It's a very possible, happen. like, scenario. Yeah, it is. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. It's like when our teachers, when we were younger, like, they'd follow us. When we grow up, you know, did you have those teachers? Like, yeah. Well, I have oh. teachers who, like, add me on Facebook and, like, from preschool, grade school. And then when they comment on, like, my oh. pictures now, and I'm, they're like, oh, my God, you've grown up so much. And I'm just like, oh. they still remember Dude. me? Like, what? The grad they remember your moves. Your grad pick natin, in college. I had some elementary teachers commenting on, and it's so heartwarming talaga. Kasi sila yung nag-ano eh. Oh, oh, sila. Oh my God, <laughs> that can happen to me. But yeah, I, I, I remember when I was in grade school in St. Paul, I, I'd have teachers eh, that would follow, like, uh, they'd be my teacher in grade one and then they'd follow me grade two, grade three. Oh yeah, my school was like that also in grade school. My teachers kind of just moved up along with us. It didn't change so much. So familiar faces. So they literally watched us grow like mm, while we were yeah. in school. Wait, did you see my face? I was just like, oh my God, that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> You could be that teacher in that scenario. You know, you could be the one commenting later on, and like when you see your your students graduating high school, you'd be like, "Teacher, be so proud." <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I thought of it overwhelming. They're mm. so young. Present, Muna. Present. Yeah. Focus on the, focus on the present. They'll grow up in time. Oh my God. In time, yeah. That would be such a nice like um closure to the story of you with each of your students now if they did find their way back to you in some like way or another and then they're like, you know what you taught me like really helped me become like if they're like like the CEOs of the biggest businesses in the world, stuff like that. And then they'll mention you in their speeches when they win all their awards and Oh my god, yeah, I saw Adele's speech. She she gave <laughs> a shout out to her teacher, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. That's, yeah. Yeah, because teachers are your parents. Right. Yeah, they are your parents. They they yeah. they get mad at you like like parents do, and then they, well, parents don't grade you, but <laughs> they kind of do. <laughs> no, I mean they just say they're disappointed or they're that happy. Means you that's fail. Zero or one hundred. <laughs> 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 so savage yeah mm-hmm. I don't know I think like my patience for children is a lot uh, longer than adults like mm-hmm. I'm so, I, I'm not a patient person like ask any of my friends like, I'm super patient but for some reason like when it's so just <laughs> no I like I don't like waiting stuff like that but um, with kids parang I'm actually parang I, I got bullied I got surprised with mm. my like it was so self realization like, oh kaya ko pala to be patient because parang in my uh-huh. head like they do something it's like okay they're kids as compared to adults can... <laughs> they'll, they'll, they won't remember this <laughs> like as compared to adults like oh my god you have a brave <laughs> well why why matanda ka na bakit ka ganyan kids it's like okay like let's let it pass just be kids yeah 
like, yeah, like people always tell me, oh, your job's so hard. No, it's not. Your job is hard. <laughs> I'm kidding. Mm. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, I can't, I can't imagine having to work with adults. Right now, huh? Right now. Right yeah. now. Enjoy. <laughs> okay, Roblox conversations. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> enjoying it. Taking love. Yeah. I would love to make my own lava lamp now and I'm not even in preschool anymore and I don't know how to make one like I probably if I watch a YouTube tutorial I still wouldn't know how so lucky for those kids they have the kind of bougie stuff in their room to make the aesthetic like like really I don't know vibrant and a really nice like workspace for them mm. yeah yeah like, just to point it to put it out there like a lot of the stuff we do like I do in my business and my teaching business they're actually um household materials literally vinegar oil just bottles so it's not something fancy i would say yeah mm-hmm. yeah i just i feel like there should be a push not to make to for like education to be more fun just because everything we can learn online by searching yeah that's true too. Positivity <laughs> should be uh, the focus, but that's just like what I think. Mm. Okay, I mean that's what we do here. We welcome all opinions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't settle for fact because everyone like, to them opinions opinionated. Yeah, yeah, that's my opinion. Like I feel like <laughs> with everything we can search online now, there should be like a push for teachers to encourage more free thinking. Like, okay, I don't believe in templates just because we have... I don't like templates too. (laughs) Like like coloring. If you color outside the line, for me, it's okay. Just because, why not? Yeah, because that's your own unique way of coloring. Like, no one else can do it exactly the way you did yeah, if you want That's... to color within it's fine but i don't think we should force them to go within the lines or like follow but that's just me is that a metaphor for you know staying inside the box inside the comfort zone yeah, and wanting to you know if people <laughs> yeah. want to color everywhere but inside the box then yeah, like life forces us to think outside the box anyway yeah it's a metaphor <laughs> but yeah <laughs> You can write that down, and that can be one of your like new quotes. Don't don't stay within the coloring line. Yeah, life yeah. life I think outside the box anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because teachers, parang they guide you, eh, diba? Hindi naman sila yung I know. Minsan for kids, parang they say na parang oh teacher ano ano yan uh, terror or <laughs> diba? Parang they impose discipline, diba? Pero yung teachers naman talaga, they guide parang they, they're there to help you. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, help you realize like maybe what you want to be and you know, help you tap to your potential. Yeah, siguro it depends then sa teacher, no? Parang mm. the teachers naman that were there or taught us to like, ayos. No. <laughs> It just so happens that like I'm the maybe I'm the good cop. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. I actually remember I had, I'm not going to say who it is, but I had one teacher in college who, <laughs> she's, her class was the best class that I've, I've ever had in, in the LSU. And um, the way that she got us to work super hard was she kept telling us like in the latter half of the term that like we were all going to get low scores. And that really freaked everybody out to the point where we took the initiative to look at ourselves, like everyone in the class, like we saw it in all the outputs to work as hard as we could oh, like yeah. during the finals and the pre-finals and all of that. And it really showed when we did our final presentations and all of that. And then when we got our grades, like everyone got threes, 3.5s. And I was so shocked because my I was preparing myself for like, okay, what if I fail? Like what's going to happen to me? But then after I thought about it, like when I was talking to my group mates, because I was like, oh my God, I got like a three. What did you guys get? They're like, yeah, I got that also. And then I was like, what if the teacher only told us like that she was going to fail us because she knew that's that the push we needed to that's work it. harder. Right? It's interesting, yeah. Reverse psychology. Yeah, it's like reverse psychology. If like you aren't challenged, then you won't try. So like yeah. she trying to challenge you. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah that made me think, huh? Like, about... <laughs> don't, go out and don't do that here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Getting ideas, but... <laughs> like, when we find things to we get complacent and chill. But then when we're put in situations that actually challenge us, like, that's when we really do our best. Exactly. Oh. So, like, when things are too chill, like, it's not actually always a good thing, I would say. Just, like, in your situation, like, oh, man, like when mm. you're challenged. And when you take that challenge, oh, Yeah, and you also feel good for working hard. Like, it's not just, like, okay, I got the grade, I'm happy. It's, like, wow, like, I, it's really kind of for me to make this kind of effort for something. Like, to work hard for it, like, no? even if the motivation in the beginning was kind of wrong, like, to see the capability of students by having them discover how hard they can work instead of you just telling them. Because I know a lot of teachers, they, they always want you to do your best and they tell you that. But that, that them telling you, it kind of makes you less motivated to do what they say because we are a rebellious, like mm. we're at a rebellious age where kind of do the opposite. Which now, if you kind of figure it out on your own, then that's you already. That's your own principles, wanting yourself to improve and to be better instead of, you know, having someone tell you to be better and you not listening. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I agree. Parang mm-hmm. it made me think a lot about no, no, no. Like it made me think a lot about um challenging, challenge. Yeah, like just constantly igniting that um spirit of like okay you can do this or because like, we, we've all been there like oh shocks we can do this I can do this pala when we, we we've all have had moments in our lives of our, oh my gosh like I did this yeah those self-realizations are really the moments that you end up remembering the most like, great, great story. Yeah, those are the most like teachable 
things that we never forget. It's not the stuff that you learn from books. It's the stuff that you like realize yourselves and from other people and learn from other people. Like no amount of lecture or anything can ever teach people that kind of knowledge. Yeah, yeah school is more than books. Kaya nga may teacher and may class. Diba? Yeah. Interaction talaga yun. Between mm. people. Yeah. Where the student's not only one learning from the teacher. Because uh, sometimes the teacher's one who learns from the students. Definitely. Yeah. Like, that's so true. Around the learning is a two-step pro- like, two-step, two-way process. Every day. Every day. To give and take. Yeah. Just like any kind of friendship relationship. It needs to come both ways. Otherwise, it's just one person pushing against the wall. Yeah, I mean, yeah, true. Like, if I weren't, if I weren't, if I didn't listen to my students, right? Like, what would happen to the class? <laughs> I just wanted things to go my way. Yeah. relationship. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. And I mean, you know, in this pandemic situation that we're in now, a lot of students don't complain because they don't want to do the work it's because they're not you know in the in the right mental and emotional state to be able to go through everything that's going on with covid now while still having their school priorities and i mean you've now seen what it's like to be on both ends of that spectrum being both the student and the teacher so like if there's anything that you have learned about you know your time being both a student and a teacher and understanding what it's like to be in the position that so many people are in right now like what do you want to say to all of those students who are still you know struggling to kind of make everything work with with all the shit that's going on right now and you know the the amount of you know stability that they need both mentally emotionally and like physically to be able to sustain going through that each day? I think, like, it's so important to take things day by day. Because it's easy for me to say, yeah, like, it's just a matter of perspective. Like, just look at the bright side. It's easy for, like, it's easy for us to say it. But, you know, there are times that it is hard. And it's okay. Just do your best every day. Just take, do what you can for the day do your best you don't have to be like perfect 100 but do what you can for the day meet as much goals that you've set for the day and you know you look back one day and be like why was i even stressing out right like us naman now eh? like when we look back in our lives parang shocks bakit why was i so stressed life wasn't that hard right like Sometimes I look back at my college days and then I go, oh my God, why was I stressed about my thesis? Why was I stressed about, why was I stressed about prom? Like, <laughs> right? Like it doesn't, it's so little now. And yeah, like it's so little now. So, you know, just having that mindset of being in the present moment and just doing what you can for the day changes everything. Like if it's online classes, just do the requirement you need to do para, you know, you don't get stressed na later on and then, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get surprised na lang eh, na parang hindi naman pala mahirap or, wow, like, all your hard work paid off. 
Because it will. It always. It will. Like, things aren't always bad. And things aren't always good as well. So just slowly, day by day. It's so, it's so like, nice, Laga. especially since Pretty the nice. year has just started. That's literally the mentality that, like, at least me, I'm trying to personally adopt. Like, my problems really are, you know, to me, because, you know, you're the main character of your own story. They could be the biggest things ever, but you're just a speck in the world that is constantly going through literally, like, like so much stuff. And, you know, to really just take things slowly instead of letting your like overthinking come into play and thinking about things and worrying about things that are going to happen years from now that may or may not even happen and are out of your control. Like just really take a step back and walk yeah. one foot at a time. Like the next step, you know, should be enough for you to keep going. Yeah. Just do what you can today. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, very inspiring. <laughs> yeah, I love how philosophical this got. Like, I know, this, I just, <laughs> this just shows how, like, how exciting, like, the future of this particular show is gonna like be. Like, oh, wow. this yeah. Yeah. We're taking topics that can have nothing to do with like relating to life or anything like that, but because we're all going through the same things yeah. together, we're all really learning and teaching each other different things, and you know the stuff that we learned here. Like, mm. we're going to carry it now with us forever. Like, we don't know when we're going to apply it, but there will just come a moment where we'll realize that, oh, this is what Bea was talking about. Like, <laughs> we have to be like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, okay, for example, the, like, building the business or, like, starting the podcast, like, just do what you can, just edit what you can today, and then, mamaya, you'll get surprised. Like, okay, you're featured na somewhere, the ba? Parang stuff like that matter yes that's true it's not good to overthink but it's always okay to believe in manifestation right on yeah wow how i did not expect the convo to go in this direction like i I was looking at the questions that we that we made a while ago like we went so off topic but i'm so happy that we did online classes are itself. Yeah, it was all of the, like, what are the challenges and all of that. But you were we able to find them. your way yeah. to that on your yeah, own. Like, you, you didn't even need us to, like, to guide you with the questions. You literally found your way to them. <laughs> we just talked about stuff that made you realize no. you wanted to share that stuff. Also. Sorry about, what was that story I like? The challenge thing. <laughs> started there. Mm. <laughs> right? And you know the teacher that, uh, that I remember the most. The challenged, yeah. Yeah, that's the first time I've shared that story on air. So, uh, Prophet, you know who you are. Thank you. You really changed my life again in school, and I'm really happy I was able to go through that. Yeah, it started there. <laughs> well, I'm glad I brought that up then. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, again, going back na, to students naman, um, and just take things day by day, diba? like what Bea mentioned. And I know it's hard right now, even that we're in a pandemic. Like, ano naman eh, nakakatabad naman talaga kapag online, yung motivation mo mababa. I feel like you would rather do something else than, than school. 
<laughs> Pero, ayun. It's all gonna be worth it naman in the end. All the yeah. learnings that you'll be able to get. And of course, for the teachers naman, di ba? With Bea also. Ayun, you guys are, are the MVPs, di ba? Kasi, ayun, like even before the pandemic, di ba? Teaching is such a, yeah. a, like an honorable profession talaga. You know, being able to shape um, yung students mo, people, into, you know, amazing human beings once they once they graduate from school, di ba? And ayun nga, teachers are like second parents na. I mean, if you think about it, students spend more time with their teachers than their parents back when they were in school, di ba? Kasi if, when, if they're with their parents, pag ano lang yan, pag umaga and pag gabi, di ba? Pero for the most of the day, they're with their teachers, di ba? So, ayun. So, super high respect for teachers nga who, despite the circumstances nga that was brought by the pandemic, being able to adapt nga to the online setting. Ayun, very saludo, di ba? Kasi it's not hard, you know. Again, like we mentioned for students, if you think on your end mahirap, what more sa mga teachers natin, di ba? So, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, me also naman, parang there are days din na parang I make a lot of mistakes and stuff like that. But then, the mindset now of just doing what I can to be really changed everything, the game for me. Yeah. Like, there's stuff I miss out and it's okay. Like, basta I did my best. Maybe that's enough now. Mm. And doing what you love, di ba? The yeah. thing that you love to do. So, parang boost na rin yun <laughs> to help you through these times. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's not a job if you love hockey. It's just your passion. Yeah, what comes naturally. Yeah. Oh shit! This has been. <laughs> this has been so like enlightening. <laughs> <laughs> Happy! This is the first episode. This is the first episode, right? This is our first the guest first episode. First guest for the show. Okay. And we're. We're really happy that we were able to finally get you on to be here. Oh, yeah. You're now part of the Screw-Ups family. <laughs> Hi. So thank and you again to everyone who's on. been listening. Um, thank you for staying with us in the standpoint. Again, you can take it or leave it. And thank you again, Bea, for being here with us. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode.